0: With a healthy regimen of oatmeal and uh, Gatorade. And only then, on like a full moon, do you achieve micro snakes.
1: <laughs> Other than that, it's just, it's like a real Jackson Pollock kind of oh, situation. Oh, yeah. yeah. His later work. <laughs> <laughs> Duty calls
0: with Doug Man. Duty calls
2: with
1: Doug Man. Run it, run it, run it down my leg. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Duty calls with Doug Man. I'm your host, Doug Man. With me, as always, is Jack Dolgen. Hello, Jack. Hello. As you know, Duty Calls is unofficially sponsored by Charmin Toilet Paper. Charmin Toilet Paper, when your ass has done more damage than Hurricane Sandy, you'll be glad you had a roll of Charmin handy. Charmin Toilet Paper. You guys have been uh, been emailing me at Duty Calls with Dougman at gmail.com. You've been tweeting at me at the Dougman. You've been tweeting at Jack Dolgen at Jack Dolgen. In fact, I'd like to bring up a, a tweet I just got um, a couple days ago, and it comes from Erica Paradisi, and it's a picture of uh, a toilet paper roll in a public restroom. And above, above the roll is a, a printed out piece of paper, a sign that says, with this current stock of thicker toilet paper, please flush more frequently to reduce the likelihood of clogs and backups. Thank you. <laughs> Let me
2: see it. There you go. Oh, that's nice. So it's at a public restroom of some kind.
1: It's in a, she said it's in a law firm.
2: I love everything about this. I love that they care about, they consciously are choosing what toilet paper they're using. Mm-hmm. It's that's, the,
1: that's the best part about it. Yeah,
2: I mean... They a care. thick,
1: nice, soft toilet paper for their employees and their prospective clients. And there is a consequence to a thicker toilet paper. You can't just load it up uh, willy-nilly.
2: You can't have it all without paying some sort of price.
1: It's nice. It's nice when you see people who uh, take the extra step. For the extra wipe.
2: Yeah. It's <laughs> it's, uh, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine mm-hmm. who's a gay guy. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, he said, look, I tell, I, tell all, I tell straight guys this all the time. He's like, you got to experience getting your, uh, the, the orgasm that happens from up your butt. No, really? <laughs> yeah. He's like, you got to just do At it alone. One... He said, when you're alone yourself... Do it and get yourself a little bit comfortable with sticking your finger up your butt and wow. trying to hit that spot. He's like, you might not get it yourself, but then, you know, when you're with a girl and your guys are comfortable with each other, whatever, he said it's it's at least two or three times as powerful and intense as a normal orgasm. I
1: just had a rush of emotions. Uh,
2: <laughs> what are you feeling right now? That I bring well,
1: up? immediately, my thought is... I have a dirty butt. Like, <laughs> immediately, my thought is that like on the surface it's clean, but when you really get in there, it's it's bad. It's bad. It's just bad. I think you know. You ever see those? Um, uh, they're like industrial strength, like hoses that you use to clean like public sidewalks. Sure. I think my butt needs that to really like <laughs> like. like to really get into it, because what I've been doing my whole life is basically using like a garden hose that has just right. kind of a low flow kind of thing. And it gets everything on the top layer out, sure. Yeah, you but need if to you, whitewash it. But I, yeah, I need, you know, like I need a full on hazmat suit. <laughs> uh, in order. In operation, yeah. I need like, yeah, in order to really feel like I could, my finger alone, let alone someone else's finger to go that high up there. I guess it's also one of those things where, like, I believe him. You know, when someone tells you something that, like, that scares you, but you know it's the right thing, yeah. so you know you should do it. Like, right. like, I know that I shouldn't eat cheese anymore. Sure. But I love cheese I so can't much. can't
2: believe you still eat dairy.
1: Yeah, but I love it. I love cheese. So, and I know that my life would probably be better without it. Right. But I'm too scared to give it up. I know that probably a finger on my butt would feel... Excellent.
2: Make your life better.
1: But I am, I am nervous about it. I I really am. I. Are you ready to take the leap?
2: You know, I want to push the limits. I want to (laughs) be. I want to be open. You know. Yeah.
1: You want to feel like you're a liberal guy. Yeah.
2: Right. I want to be open to the possibilities of you know all of life's pleasures. Sure. Um. I'm not. But but you're not. Like to be. Yeah. You're not. (laughs) I want to be. Here's the thing. When he when he started talking about it, I thought to myself, "Oh, oh, I I thought well. For everyone else, yes, but not me because what goes I shit so much, and it's it, it, so. It, is it a cleanliness thing? <sighs> like what's going on in there?
1: That's what I'm saying.
2: And on the outside, I, it's just I'm such. A, I got a real sensitive butthole. Uh huh. You know, but half, maybe that's even better. Oh, uh, maybe. But I've had like I've had like girls Butt like kind of play around with the, the anus. Outer, yeah, it doesn't do yeah that but much that's because they
1: haven't hit your spot though
2: they haven't gone in they haven't like exactly gone that's in why there.
1: it doesn't do it and you know what it does for me it immediately makes me panic
2: yeah that you're gonna shit on them
1: and then I'm gonna shit on them there's <laughs> there's the, 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 the shit around my butthole like
2: yeah that's dirty. so so Th- that, that, I you're gonna fart? so
1: I don't think it's fair to say you haven't enjoyed that because obviously you haven't you have we have to be mentally prepared to be like okay, put your baggage. You know, outside, take take it out, right? Like, and just let this be an experience unto itself.
2: Yeah, I think. Can he, you do that?
1: Can you do it in a vacuum?
2: But here's the thing: I don't think any woman know if she really knew what,
1: what was go- in there,
2: what goes on with me, would, would ever want be be to do it.
1: That's yeah. my fear too. My fear is that Nicole would leave me.
2: Yeah, I yeah, I've and never
1: sport. look at me again, <laughs> and never look at anyone again, and end up in a padded room.
2: Let me tell you what he said to do first. He said. Get in the shower you uh-huh. said when you're alone. Nice and clean. Get in the shower, yeah, you're clean, whatever, and, and squ- get into a squat.
1: So you really open up that butt.
2: And, and stick your finger up your ass. Okay.
1: <laughs> now, also, my question is, do you get erect and come, or do you just come flaccid?
2: That's it. I have no idea. I, mean, I think you get erect. Well, is the idea that you're supposed to be, like, Jacking off, off too. That
1: was why didn't you have that answer question? Again? I don't know.
2: I will have to follow up with him. About I'd like
1: that. to know about that.
2: Yeah, because I'm not sure.
1: Look, you only live once. It would be a shame to not experience the kind of orgasm that's out there. Just it's because in, it's
2: insane, actually.
1: Yeah, it's really stupid. Maybe well, maybe we should commit to doing this.
2: I mean, I'll do if you if if <laughs> if we make it a pact.
1: I'm not ready to commit to it, but I'm I'm ready to open up the dialogue.
2: We've already opened up the door.: I'm
1: ready to continue to open it up. <laughs> if I make the pact, how long do I have to do it?
2: We have till we About tape that. the next duty call. No,
1: can't do it. Not ready to make that. Commitment. What
2: do you have to do? What's going to change in between now? A lot of
1: cleaning. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Uh, but I'm I'm ready to really start considering it. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to be ready. Also, you guys have been calling me at on the shit hotline at seven eight six. Hold it. N. Uh, the letter N is in not yet. I'm not going to stick a f- finger in my butt just yet, but I'm thinking about it. Um, so keep calling me, keep tweeting me, keep emailing me. I love getting all those things. And we've got a great show for you today. we got uh, Johnny Pemberton, who's a great stand-up comedian living in Los Angeles. He's uh, He's been in a bunch of movies. He was just in This Is 40. He has a great podcast on Feral Audio called uh, Twisting in the Wind with Johnny Pemberton. And Johnny has uh, colitis. Yes. And which is something we just talked about with Lauren Lapkus, and he really—we sat down with him, and he really opened our eyes and shined a very like bright light on what it is. Here's Johnny Pemberton. I think you're really gonna like it. We're here with uh, with Johnny Pemberton. Johnny, thanks for coming on the show. Yes, this is a a pretty fortuitous booking, I think, because we were we sat down with Lauren Lapkus and we right. spoke about a camp that she works at uh, for people with uh, for children with Crohn's disease and colitis. Right, and it got a, Jack and I talking about that because we know people who are affected by it, but not closely. Mm-hmm. And um, and then you contacted me and said that you, are are afflicted yeah, with well, because
0: Lauren was tell told me she talked to you guys about that, and I was like, oh. Because I I did a, a monologues for Ask Cat, uh-huh. and I I was oftentimes when the story comes up, it's about that because that's sort of like a big part of my life. is, yeah. is having had colitis and having having had my colon removed. Whoa! Uh, so oh, wow. uh, you had your colon removed? Yeah, I had it removed about God. I guess it's almost maybe. 14 years ago, uh, some, uh, 12 years ago, something like that.
1: Can you tell us about that?
0: Well, that <laughs> is because uh, if you have colitis, which I, I've had since I was about 10 years old or so, that's when I first got and Can you explain story. colitis a little bit? Because I've been reading about it yeah. a little bit, but I don't think um, I have a grasp on it. It's an inflammatory bowel disease. It's also known as IBD, not, not to be confused with IBS. Right. IBS is irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah, which is something that I've diagnosed myself with. Right, and a lot of people have. And a lot of people it goes away and comes. It's it's yeah. usually like a stress thing. Yes. Colitis is an irritable is an inflammatory bowel disease, which means that your bowel, which is your colon, yeah. uh, your large intestine, it becomes inflamed due to some reason. Mm-hmm. And it becomes uh it starts to attack itself. So I had ulcerative colitis, which means that the lining of your your large intestine, your colon becomes it has a lot of ulcers. Oh jeez. It can come and go, but it basically it's a thing that gives you a lot of urgency to mm-hmm. your, uh, when duty calls, it calls, Fast. I'm just going to keep using that, keep using the <laughs> title yeah. of the no, podcast. That's, that's good. That's yeah. good. <laughs> that's really what we use it. doesn't call, it yells. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. That's great. That's like great. That. Right, let's use that later. So, <laughs> yeah, there's that, and it also, you know, obviously, frequency, and uh, you tend to get... Consistency. The consistency, and you don't, tend to not absorb a lot of th- uh, minerals and nutrients that you would normally, because since your colon is so sick, it just is like... It just. Keep it going. It just go like straight I'm not, through. Yeah, it's like I'm not dealing with it. Uh-huh. So that's like, that's ulcerative colitis. Um, and when did
1: that start aff- affecting you in your life? When you were, said you were 10, I guess or? I was
0: di- diagnosed when I was 10 years old. And I, I, it is a hereditary disease. I think people can have it. Okay. Does it run in your family? It doesn't, though. So, but Oh, it, you're the first. That's, yeah, I'm the first, that's the first Well, that's one. great. But the weird thing is, is that it's primarily a disease suffered by, I think, I want to say Ashkenazi uh, people who are Ashkenazi Jews. Or, really? Yeah. Wow. I'm I think a, it's
1: um. I'm an Ashko. Right, because it's Ashkenazi well,
0: and uh, Sephardic are the two. Yeah, right? yeah. The Sephardic are yeah. the
1: are the desert people. And the Ashkenazi, the yeah, European Eastern thing. European right. and stuff. I'm pretty
0: yeah. sure it's an Ashkenazi disease. It's it's, <laughs> it's what? 70s. I thought IBS was a pretty Ashkenazi thing <laughs> well, too. I think it's probably kind of goes hand in hand, but uh-huh. there's some, there's something in the uh, the gene. There's some sort of. It's a it's a genetic thing. Are you Ashkenazi? Well, maybe I am way back, but I'm I'm not. You uh-huh. know, I'm as white as you can get, pretty much. Yeah, I'm just like hyper bleached white. Yeah, you're uh, pretty white. Yeah, that's good. So they should just use
2: Ashkenazi as a disease term.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a like,
1: great oh, word, I got man. Ashkenazi. IP. It came up, it crept up on him. <laughs> S- six, seven, eight. Did not think it was there. Fucking- Ashkenazi. <laughs> yeah, and there, and then it just rears its ugly. <laughs> large nosed head (laughs) Um, so you get diagnosed with this when you're 10 Uh, do you remember leading up to that like just instances where you're like oh I got shit like just having really bad
0: the primary symptom of those diseases is blood in your stool Uh Uh so when you see that it's like oh this is different
1: Yeah, this is not what should come out of my butt.
0: And that is like, I think that's what was happening at the time. And when I went and saw the doctor, they're like, you know, do do the tests and stuff. And it's like, oh, it's this. So, I mean, I remember at that age, I didn't have any clue. I just thought it was fun to go to the doctor. Really? So... Yeah, that I put mean, you I, in a minority. I think I grew up in Rochester, Minnesota, which is where the Mayo Clinic is. Oh, uh, so oh, yeah, nice. That's nice. That, yeah, that
1: actually is the best hospital. It to is. Go to.
0: It's the great. It's the greatest. Well, and you lucked out in that department. I did. It's true. If you're gonna have colitis yeah. or Crohn's or have anything, it there. God forbid. But. Yeah, if you're gonna lose your head, literally, yeah. go just bring it in. Bring and it in. They'll, yeah. they'll, they no. they'll that. sew it up. They'll <laughs> put little, it back on. Put a little Mayo on it and yeah. just get it right
2: back on. So how does not having a colon?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, let's get to that. Oh, well, I mean, can we just get to wh- when? Did, when do we decide that we got to remove this kid's colon? Well, this
0: is how it works: is if you have if you have colitis uh, or any type of um, ulcerative bowel disease, what happens is is that the um, the the illness causes the cells to change. So it's called dysplasia, which mm-hmm. is like a precancerous uh, scenario. Mm-hmm. So, the longer you have that, the, your incidence for colon cancer triples every every three every year. It's like you're you're gonna it's basically just a matter wow, of time really before nice. you get it. Uh it's a thing where if traditional treatments aren't working, which they weren't working for me, like I tried like oh, so many different things, like prednisone, mm-hmm. which is like a steroid, it makes steroid, you look yeah. like a fucking chipmunk. Yeah. <laughs> None of these traditional treatments, like you know, it's like four or five different medicines We're I tried working. and all this stuff. And I mean also taking tons of enemas and things, that's like a thing. You take steroidal steroidal enemas. Which oh, so uh, it doesn't go through your system? It yeah, just goes right, just up right into- to the zone. But even then, those only reach the. Do you have to give them to yourselves? Yeah, I could give to it myself. It's not that hard. Yeah. I mean, it's something where at first you're like, "This is really weird," and <laughs> because it is. Weird. It's the yeah. worst. It's yeah. like the worst thing. So, but after after a while, it's not that big
1: a deal. And but. did it? And uh, were there certain things you ate that made it worse? Or yeah, I guess so. I mean, that's like a big thing that I wish I had thought
0: about more. But I was like, you know, too young to no- to know. This is like also. The internet wasn't the uh, the knowledge base. It was now. Yeah, they were so. just AOL chat rooms. I and mean, exactly. you could talk about
1: DMB concerts all you want, but <laughs> yeah. you, wanted, you wanted information exactly. about colitis. Yeah, you well, were I'm just a... you just had some guy who was asking you what you were wearing. Yeah,
0: uh, which is like he's some sort of a weird colitis fetishist. Yeah, <laughs> oh, tell me horrible. more about this butt. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's really bad now. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How bad
2: is it? How bad is? it? Yeah.
0: So, so it's the thing if none of that stuff works and your cancer incidence keeps going up the idea is that uh just take it out because it's not doing its job mm-hmm. and it's the thing it's a thing where you know if you have like a team of people and there's one person who's like super negative uh it's better to not have them there than it is to have their extra two hands yeah so i think it's mm-hmm. like it's just like that it's like a thing where once you get out like once you get it out you feel so much more healthy because the disease is limited to that. And so you, when you get that diseased organ out, it's like every, the, there's like a systemic change and everything's better. Do I mean, they obviously replace they, it
2: with something?
0: They don't. They do something called a J-pouch. It's a two-part surgery. That becomes a new rectum, basically. And get a nice one? I think so. I mean, my surgeon, uh, uh, Dr. Dozois, a uh, very good French surgeon, head, mm-hmm. of the, head of the gastroenterology department. I gave you such a nice rectum. <laughs> French-style
2: rectum. Treatment. Yeah, he was yes. a funny
0: guy. He was obsessed with Buick's. <laughs> he like loves Buick he's, he's a the only Canadian. one he's like oh, I love uh, the, the Buick best, this is the
1: best yeah. car <laughs> your rectum will run like a Buick <laughs> what a Buick no I want like a Mercedes S- no 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 no. <laughs> no 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 no. the Buick is so well made <laughs> so much space in the back have you ever been in a Buick you can have eight people in a Buick and it feels yeah. like it's so weird because he was like
0: such a. It would make fun of him so much because, you know, I have all these surgeons in this department. They all like having car Porsche collections, and this guy's driving a Buick. And oh, he loves it's a it. Skylark. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it That's smells Skylark. like. It smells like lentils. <laughs> like
1: lentils. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, By the way, don't eat lentils. <laughs> <laughs> Another not... thing you cannot have with the, your new Buick like co- uh, rectum. Yeah. So. They install
0: that, and they have to. But well, the thing is is they can't have a uh, stool passing through it yet cuz it has to heal. Mm-hmm. So for about I think it's about 12 weeks or 10 weeks I have a, a colostomy bag, which oh. is an, you know, which is the external uh, shit bag. How old were you? I think I was about I think I was 19 maybe or I don't know, maybe it was 18 when that happened. Oh. I took I took a uh, a year off uh, I took a semester off of college mm-hmm. to have it done uh-huh. cuz it's like a thing where yeah, you know it's like a it's a you, long recovery, and it's like you definitely need to be thinking about not anything else because yeah. it's, I mean you could people do, and people live with colostomy bags. Yeah. I don't know how they do that, but yeah. they're
1: yeah I know a couple of people yeah. who actually have it's, it's, that shit blows
0: my mind I'm it like, really is you you get to go first, go, let him on the elevator yeah, <laughs> Where, yeah, yeah. You should get like a like a yeah. red flag like, me first,
1: yeah yeah if you hear me complaining about my life, you get to punch me in the balls yeah you, I, that's what I deserve it so, um so you take a semester off for this,
0: yeah yeah, and then I went back to school and um yeah things were things were great and much better and it's not like everything's perfect, mm-hmm. but it's definitely a thing where when I have to go to the bathroom, I I've got time. Like I know, I I can take my sweet time with it. Like really, yeah. Because when you have when you have colitis, sometimes it's like no time. it's like oh, you're going now. Mm-hmm. Here you go. And did you have that happen to you a lot? Yeah, I had it happen to me a lot. Did you shit your pants a lot? I've shit my pants a good amount. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you'd think maybe like be like a weekly thing. Uh-huh. But really, <laughs> it only happened a couple times. And when it did, it was like this thing where I kind of knew it was coming. <laughs> and It was like... I remember the, the worst time was I went to see a movie with some friends in high school or something. And I get to the car. And I'm like, I should have gone to the theater. But you know how when you leave the theater, like locks. Uh-huh. So you can't get back in. It was a late movie. I'm in the car. I'm like, okay, okay. Um... And it's like, okay, here it is. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going of because I can't. You know, it's that, it's that thing where you're like, you, can, you can't move, but you have to move. Yeah, yeah. It's that. And were you in your car with your friends? No, I was by myself. Okay. Uh, yep. Good. And my mom's Volvo with the heated seats, so. All right. Yeah. And is it and just did.
2: always diarrhea? Like when you got, when you're. Yeah, when it's an
0: emergency. I mean, I guess so. Yeah, it pretty much is. I had a, another French Canadian doctor who go like, now your bowel is irritated. Now with this tool, is it uh, like a soft, like a porridge? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean, a fucking porridge? We don't yeah. eat porridge right here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you had a real, like a, uh, like a Tracy Ullman, like uh, revolving door of doctors.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hello.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I should do like a one man show. Yeah. Do you have a
2: diet that you live by? A specific diet? Not
0: really. I mean, I, just, I avoid a lot of things, but basically, what do you I, avoid? I don't even like to eat stuff that I that I avoid. So it's to me, it's like a weird.
1: You don't um, even like the things that you don't let yourself eat. Yeah, that's pretty. So, that's pretty. Low. What are those things? Well, except for hot wings. Yeah, but
0: those ha- those hurt everybody, right? Yeah, they do. There's no one who eats hot and wings. The, is like, the, yeah, it's like, yes, I get a like, nice, hard, beautiful shit no, from this. Yeah. No, no,
1: the day after hot wings is always the same. Same thought in my head of just like, why? Wow, yeah. Why? And then, to two weeks later, and it's just like there again. Just two or three. They're just so good. They're fucking so good. I love them, but I
0: get like the pain comes like eight hours later, and it's like it's bad. Sometimes it is painful. I've had it where the hot exit is just like <laughs> I want. I almost cried once. Almost cried. It was so fucking it's kind painful. of like a whimper because it's like this fucking. It's a deep like internal burn. Oh God, yeah, It's like a burn that I just can't it's a
1: burn from your soul. Yeah, out uh, your
0: butt. I going, I'll go back to bed. I'm just like. <sighs> <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> it's like, a, like I'm just trying to trying to cope. Oh, it's just the end of Requiem for a dream. Yeah, and just in bed naked, like, just like I, what am I, I done? Am
0: I going through a withdrawal of something you, I didn't even take?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a hot wing baby crawling on the top of the oh. ceiling. So you don't eat you don't eat chicken wings.
0: I mean, yeah, uh, yeah not unless I want the pain.
1: Not you yeah, yourself I don't
0: know. Guy. I eat a lot of like a lot of fiber. We all should be. You should, everyone though, everyone, no one's eating enough fiber. Yeah. Everyone should be eating way more fiber. If you eat a lot of fiber, um, then you are just doing yourself a great favor in the future. The third layer of this, my whole story, is that my dad is a colon rectal surgeon. Wait, what? Yeah, really? exactly. He's a colon rectal surgeon at Mayo. So the irony heres is just—it's—it's it's unbelievable, right? Wow. Yeah, uh, but well, he—but
1: he never performed surgery on you. No,
0: that's—that's that's not something you do. You don't, don't like, perform on your own kids. Yeah, you just but don't could do he? That. Does he done the surgeries you've had? He operated on my best friend and his brother, who both have uh colitis, Wow, and had their colons removed. Well when this is just that's why I know it's very strange but i I bring that up because my dad used to get uh used to get twinkies from his physician's assistant as a joke for every every holiday like big cases of twinkies' because the whole joke is that like you know those are like the worst food you can possibly eat it keeps you keeps him in business, yeah, because yeah, people who eat. Uh, um, bleached flour, like white white bread, that's how you get diverticulitis and how you go see have to get your fucking yeah. colon taken out yeah. or colon snips pieces good of good for it business. Um, so I'm trying to think of this duty call duty calls story here. I mean, I've got a lot, but I think there's one that I think that no one else will tell you. When I had the colostomy bag, during that, that whoever, 10 or 12 weeks, whatever, and there's a thing, you know, after you have it for like six weeks, you're kind of like, okay, I kind of i I'm got the hang of this.
1: When when you have to take a shit, do you feel a shit and well, you then don't, it comes No, you don't it, it take just, a shit. Yeah, it's just it just, like it just a, comes out. Yeah. It's
0: just going.
1: All the time. There's uh, no, coming.
0: it's sort of like it t- it kinda of goes with what you eat, you know. Wow. It's like a it's like a train. If you see the end of it, if you see the beginning of it, you're gonna see the end of it at some point in time. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just a matter of a matter of uh time. So it's like this it's all the
1: saddest it. train also. You've the ever. saddest, the shit train. Yeah.
0: So I had this <laughs> thing and um I had some friends. Uh, I was living at home in Rochester at the time, and some friends of mine who went to college in the cities. They they were going to go see a Fish concert. Go see the band Fish at uh, yeah. the Target Center, in Minneapolis. And I was a I was a pretty I was a mediocre Fish fan at the time. Yeah. Um, this is that's by yeah. the way that's the Mild most embarrassing fish. part of the story. Yeah, that is, is the Fish the yeah. Fish concert. Yeah. So I it's a thing where like I'm going crazy at home, you know, and I, I feel like I kind of have enough control where I can go out. So. They 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 always encourage you. You know, you can go go out, do yeah. play tennis, do something. It's only <laughs> it's always tennis. That's like yeah. the, if you can play tennis, you're good. Yeah. So I decided to go up to this concert in Minneapolis. is about about an hour and a half drive north, and I I don't remember how I got there. I think I went up with my friends from Rochester, and so we're up there. I'm at the show. Everything's been going good so far. I went to some person's house before and had like dinner and I had like you know a quarter of that dinner just because I'm super nervous
1: mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, obviously you can't drink booze yeah or you shouldn't
0: you shouldn't yeah also I couldn't really drink booze you know I was only 19 or something so yeah it's like it was super available to me so we, I, we get up to we get to the show it's target saying, you know, I'm having I'm having a
1: decent time here. They're playing a mediocre set. Yeah, they're doing they're they're play, they played first tube. They're not playing much from Hoist, but like you know, there's ah, still Hoist. Stuff. Wow. Yeah.
0: Deep. That's a good one. Hoist is probably their best album, I think. Mm-hmm. God, I haven't thought about that in a long time. Sure. Hoist their studio albums. Billy Breeze. Only live recordings. Yeah, Billy Breeze the yeah. sicket
1: disc. <laughs> yeah. I used to really be really into devil sticking, so Oh really? Yeah, I was in digging the circuit. Dude, I was into
0: devil sticks too. Sure. I was really good at them.
1: Yeah, I yeah. think we all thought we were.
0: My friend Eric uh, <laughs> stuck it up his ass once, though, and I didn't use him for like, a long time. I threw it away. <laughs> yeah, he got drunk and stuck in his fucking ass. I know, he,
1: he really did, too. He could tell. He really went in his butt. He yeah. didn't just pretend to be like, oh, look what I'm going to stick in my... No, he went in Eric's butt. He's
0: stuck in his ass. He in his ass. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so after Eric stuck that my double stick wand up his ass, I, I go to the, the bathroom at the Target Center because I have to empty the, the pouch. Yeah. Uh, the bag. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's like a big big fucking event where they have like the bathrooms you know it's a big stadium yeah. place uh, and I go in there and they have like the nice row of 15 stalls so going, go in I always pick the one like almost to the end because that's like the usually the cleanest because mm-hmm. it's uh, I think it's the best one so I go in there <laughs> and uh, how how a colostomy bag works is like it's not like NASA or like some mm. type of like like mid-air refueling kind of thing. It's really <laughs> it's surprisingly a low tech. A Ziploc
1: bag that you turn over. It's
0: basically a Ziploc bag except the openings at the bottom and what's keeping it closed is it's folded back on itself with a with something that's not that different than like a chip clip or like oh like a barrette. Oh like God. it's very low tech. It works. It definitely works. Nothing nothing would ever leak out, but it's just something that is not when you first see it, you're like, "Really? Come yeah. on,
1: come on, guys! Where- give me the give me the Buick model. Come on, don't give me yeah. the shit. <laughs> I don't want. The- give me the good stuff. Yeah, where's the Buick? Yeah, I've got insurance. I can cover. <laughs> don't don't, right. don't give me the takeout bag.
0: So I, you know, I, I get down. I sit on the toilet. And that's how it works. You sit down and you basically open up the thing and you empty it out between your legs. Uh-huh. It it's sits kinda, kind
2: of kind of on. Where's it? Hang? It kind of
0: hangs like uh, just to the right. Mine was just to the right of my belly button. Okay. Sit down and I undo the the clip and I'm and as I do it, there's like I have like this I have like a fumble, like a momentary fumble. Uh huh. Yeah. It's just like for a second there, oh. like time to stop because I'm like, oh god. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> like I fumbled with it's radioactive liquid. That's the other thing is that uh, the waste that comes out of your colostomy bag is not it's not like poo poo. It's not like regular poo poo. It's it? it's something far more evil it's like this it's this weird thing it's like it's like if you woke up a murderer while he was having a nightmare it's 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 not it's not been fully processed there's just something Uh there's some there's things that have to happen before they leave that haven't happened yet oh geez
1: so it's 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 a foulness It's it's worse than shit it's worse than shit. So you, so you fumble this, this I fumble this, fumble this bag of I evil. This
0: bag of, uh, of murdered of rapist souls. Uh-huh. Yeah, and <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, oh god! First thing I think is like, oh, I'm ruined. I'm in, I'm 70 miles from home. I don't have a car. I'm in a fucking hippied out corporate arena, yeah. and I am probably covered in the soul of aborted babies. You know, like, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh god! And I look down. And I don't know what happened. Like something, like uh, something, some greater benevolence in the universe just decided to go, whoop, and the all of it, it wasn't in the toilet, but it wasn't on you. It wasn't on me. It was all over the floor. Oh! But it wasn't wow. on my pants. And not a not even a fucking drop of it was touching me. So somehow, I like avoided this world's world-ending catastrophe.
1: Divine intervention.
0: Yeah, Again, divine intervention. Yeah. Oh my God. And I, you know, put the thing back together and went back. And, and you have like, no idea how it could have missed you. Yeah, especially. Yeah, I just have no idea. There's I no c-
2: reason for it to have missed you.
0: Well, I no drop. No of reason. It. Not a drop. No. I just don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. It's something where oh even even when I, when I think about it, I'm like, I just don't get that. Shit
2: yeah. God wrestled with. The Bowel Waste Devil. That yeah. They, and the chick got one.
1: I think they were just like, you know, I think Johnny's been fucking taking it on the chin long enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's give this kid one fucking night where he can go yeah. to a fish show. Right, let him enjoy the you fish know, concert. Like, I think they like probably put someone on hold. They're like, we got an issue down here with Johnny. Can we just, can we bend the rules a little bit for him? Because this is fucked up.
0: There have been plenty of times when that call did not go through. Have you ever had to do it outside? Like, yes. like,
1: yeah, I did I've done on the side bunch. of the road. I've done it on side of, uh, on side of highways before.
0: Yeah, me too. Done that. The best one I ever did was in Alabama. I was visiting my friend in college, and he lives in Mobile, and went to see a movie. And I went, and, you know, a lot of movie theaters have like a second story because mm-hmm. uh, like the second level theaters, and there's a there's an exit out the second story, and I had to go. So bad, but he didn't even know it. I was like, oh, I'm going to go back inside and go to the bathroom, but I couldn't. It was that same fucking thing with the doors, you know. Yeah. You can't come back in. So I I just took a shit right outside the exit on the second floor <laughs> of this theater, and I did it so fast. No one was there? Yeah. Oh, my God. And I, and I God. did it. I just popped, I popped a squat, and I yeah. did it, and I was like, wow, I can't believe I got away with that, and not more than like we're hanging out in the parking lot later, not more than like five minutes later, I see someone leave that door, some employee. I'm like, oh, poor guy. oh, oh God. Oh. Well, he didn't like step in. I think he, really? he probably didn't even notice it, you know. You were hanging out in the in the parking lot after the ball's on you. Yeah, I like, know. Start Seriously? the car, go, yeah. go, go. That was, that, that was a good one. The best one I ever did, though, I was in Santa Barbara with my roommates about like six years ago. We just went up there for like a weekend to party and hang out. And we, <laughs> I was wasted, but we were walking back to our hotel, I really had to go. It was probably like one in the morning, you know. There's so no places open except for bars that have like no stall doors. Yeah. And also I had to go, and I was drunk and being stupid. And I climbed over this sort of like low wall that was an exterior, a part of some really nice brunch place, (laughs) like a really nice outdoor seating area for a restaurant. That probably specializes in eggs benedicts. And, <laughs> and I just took a shit in the patio, like right in the middle of there. <laughs> oh, 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 geez. It was Yeah. Shit
1: it was the closed. They were super closed. Oh, yeah. They yeah, were super so. closed. Yeah, actually, the store list. never opened, actually. Yeah. <laughs> eggs benedict. Yeah, yeah eggs Benedict. <laughs> the specials today are uh, Johnny, thank you.
0: It was fun. I like talking about it because it's something where there's a lot of stigma about stuff like this. Yeah, that definitely. Bothers me and it makes people. It's like the same thing. Same reason people don't come out of the closet is because they're scared of the repercussions. And bowel disease is something that people are very scared about because there's so much stigma around. Like oh, it's dirty. Oop, it's bad. It's, yeah,
1: it's a bad. It's a bag of shame.
0: Yeah, when it's really, it's just uh, it's part of life. It it's, is part of life. Yeah. And I
1: think that's. It's, thank you very much yeah. for, for doing this uh, what can we promote for you uh, you're, on, you're on, Twitter. on Twitter what's your name
0: on Twitter it's just my name Johnny Pemberton J-O-H-N-N-Y P-E-M-B-E-R-T-O-N thank you and you can listen to my podcast it's Great called podcast. Twisting the Wind and that's on Feral Audio you can find that easily
1: are you doing stand up yeah, anytime soon yeah or? you can
0: go to my website I post all the shows I've got a bunch of shows coming up dude thank you so much for coming in thanks for having me alright duty duty
1: All right. Well, that was that was Johnny Pemberton.
2: I mean, living with the bag even if it's for a few weeks that's a game changer. That's a different way perspective on life.
1: A different perspective on life and on pooping and and shame and all those things uh, that we talk about here but it just rat just ramps it all up.
2: Yeah. And you feel differently about your shit situation, your sort of situation now having heard
1: someone uh, who's dealt who has better. a who has a real problem? Yeah, it makes me feel a little ashamed. I don't ever want to come across that I'm complaining too much about what I right, have. Right, right, right. You know, look, it's all relative. We know that and but and there's always someone who has it worse, but I really don't have it bad. You know. You didn't have to get your colon removed. I didn't have to get my colon removed, so I, let's just keep things in perspective here. Yeah. Man. So check out Johnny, check out his podcast. Really really interesting guy, very funny guy. I've seen his stand up. It's great. And guys, thanks for listening to the show. Join us next week. We'll have another great show for you. Keep tweeting at me at The Dugman. Keep tweeting at Jack Dolgen at Jack Dolgen. Keep emailing me at dutycallswithdugman at gmail.com. And keep calling me at 786 Hold It In. That's the shit hotline. And please uh, subscribe to the show and leave a rating if you can. And until next time, Hold It In, you're going to make it.